0: Mrs. Blackburn, Mrs. Blackburn, Blackburn, did you
1: find Uh, her? It only hurts for a moment. Just be still, Sebastian. Stop, Mrs. Blackburn, don't! Let go! Let go! I have to do it!
0: No, you don't. You're being
1: controlled. Ow!
0: Quit fighting me! Everything's gonna be alright. Blackburn, Blackburn! You have surprising upper body strength. Blackburn, get up and help me!
2: Ow! Stop that woman! I'm coming. Don't hurt her, Nox. Me? Hurt her?
0: It's all I can do to hold on to her... Ow! what Quit biting! D- Are you going to help me before she gnaws my damn arm off?
2: Okay. Okay. Hold her still while I remove that thing. Oh,
0: I'm trying...
3: Gypsy Audio presents Episode 8 of the Blackburn Gaslight Adventures, Arachnophobia, written and directed by A.J. Clarkson.
2: This really has quite a clever design. The legs are mounted on springs that draw them in and make them clamp down quite hard on the target. What's that thing there? It Looks like a little bladder of air. It is. That's the clever bit. If the legs just close, like this, nothing happens. But if the legs are able to clamp down on a target, this armature here presses on the bladder. That forces the venom, which is in this little ampule right here, to be injected into the target. So this device,
4: it only activates when it is against the person's
2: skin? Correct. And the pressure is low enough that only a few drops at a time are injected. It slowly feeds the drug out over the course of hours or days. Never enough to overdose the subject, but enough to keep them drugged and under control.
0: that ampule looks as though it can be refilled by hypodermic. I mean, this is brilliant work bordering on art. If only we knew what that drug was.
4: Or who is administering it.
5: We think we can answer at least the first part of that question. And we have an idea of how to learn the answer to
1: the second part.
4: Lizzie, you are feeling better?
1: A little headache. Nothing I regard. Oh, Sebastian. That bruise on your forehead. I did that to you. I'm so very sorry. You knew I wouldn't...
2: Don't trouble your mind, my dear. You weren't your normal self. Now, Dr. Barton, you said you had answers.
5: Well, sort of. I attempted to analyse the venom from Mr. Book's little visitor... The venom is mostly composed of extracts from a mushroom and some cacti that are only found in the Oklahoma territories and the western frontier. Combined with opium and some other chemicals I've never seen before. Nor have I. Together they create a compound that induces an almost dreamlike state in the subject. Extreme suggestibility makes it possible for the victim to do almost anything... Like stealing or assaulting his associates.
1: It felt like I was dreaming. It doesn't seem
5: real.
2: Who is capable of making these machines, or the venom for that matter?
5: I knew where to find the components for the drug. So did Mrs. Blackburn. If we knew, it's safe to assume that anybody with a more than rudimentary training in medicine or chemistry could assemble it.
4: And fully half the population of this club could build that mechanical insect. What about the symbol on the back of the mechanism?
5: What symbol?
4: A circumscribed
0: hourglass etched into the brass on the back of the mechanism.
5: You engineers are always putting scrollwork and gingerbread on your work. Elegance is a part of the charm of your work. It's more than that. You said it was a circumscribed hourglass.
1: Right? Well, the man from my dream, the man in the carriage, he was wearing a ring with a circumscribed hourglass etched on it.
4: Like a signet ring.
1: I don't know. I've never seen a signet ring.
4: There are some few who wear such affectations. I find them frivolous. I don't know anyone, however, who uses an hourglass as their
5: symbol. Mrs. Blackburn and I have an idea for finding out more about...
4: Perhaps it
0: doesn't represent a man. But a group.
5: We could just... There's no registry
0: of corporate insignia
4: we could search. Maybe it's a secret society. Why would a secret society be staining our plants? Do not listen to him, Mr. Blackburn. It is merely the man's paranoia speaking again. Knox, I have told you too many times there are no conspiracies. There are only opportunists.
0: Oh, here we go again. Methinks the gentleman doth protest too much. You are too obstructive. But then again, you are one of the few here who hasn't lost anything to this sneak thief. And neither have you, Mr. Knox.
1: Excuse me. Dr. Barton and I have an idea of how we might discover our
5: villain.
4: And what idea might that be?
5: Well, our mystery man doesn't know we've discovered his plot or disabled his little toys. Mrs. Blackburn could pretend she is still under the influence of the drug and...
0: And go out and meet our visitor. Lure him out where we could catch him.
5: Exactly.
0: No! Put
2: Lizzie in harm's way again. No, I don't think so. I won't allow it.
1: It's not your decision, Sebastian.
2: You're my wife. I could... It's
1: your legal right to do a lot of things. But you have never forced your will on me in all the time we've been married. Please don't start now. Please? Please? We don't have another option.
2: Sweetheart, you could get hurt.
1: We don't have another option, and you'll be there to look after me.
2: What about Mr. Book? The man in the carriage doesn't know he's been discovered either.
5: Book was exposed to the drug much longer than Mrs. Blackburn. He is not recovering as quickly as she has.
1: Besides, I am a woman. I present less of a threat, and therefore I'm less likely to draw suspicion.
4: Mrs. Blackburn, I'm afraid I must agree with your husband. This is dangerous. If we cut our losses now, we can walk away before someone gets hurt or worse. He's won this battle. Hell no, Petrovich.
0: These designs he's stolen, that's our livelihoods. And even disregarding the money, if we just wash our hands of this polecat, what will stop him from setting up shops somewhere else and starting all over again? Poisoning people, controlling their minds. Knox is right, Petrovich. We have to act. It's decided. Are you in or out,
4: Petrovich? (sighs) It would appear that I am in. If only to keep the rest of you sane. If we're going to attempt this, then we need
2: to work out a plan.
0: This little garden hasn't been touched since we moved into the club. The stone wall provides us good cover. We should be close enough to hear everything.
2: And close enough to reach Lizzie if anything goes wrong. Are you sure you still want to do this, my
6: dear?
1: I'm frightened. I don't deny that. But I have to do this. You don't know what it was like, being under the influence of that drug. It was terrible, and we can't let him do that to anybody else.
4: Well said, ma'am. Perhaps a
0: frontal assault. Simply to rush him when he shows up. No, if we did that, he'd just lay his whip to the horses and be
4: out of our reach long before we could hogtie him. Assuming he appears at all. We have only the word of poor Mrs. Blackburn, after all. Are you implying that she's a liar? Yet, yet I am simply stating that she was under the influence of strong drugs... Not capable of thinking clearly when she received the intelligence about this mysterious figure. And perhaps when he would appear. It's the best we have.
0: What time is it?
4: 7.30 in the evening. Well, he'll be here
0: momentarily. Got your pistol, Petrovich? Blackburn? I do. I'm
2: ready. Lizzie, here are the
0: false designs to lure him with. You can
2: still change your mind about this. You don't have to do this.
1: I'm not changing my mind.
2: Are you sure? Your hands are shaking.
1: That's because I'm terrified. But I'm still not changing my mind. Don't let him get me, Sebastian, please. Don't let him put one of those things on me again.
2: He won't touch you. I'll be right here, every second.
1: I love you, Sebastian.
2: I love you, too. We'll be not ten steps away, Leslie. If anything goes wrong, we'll be close at hand.
1: If anything goes wrong, I'm running.
2: My clever girl.
6: So you have returned, little bird. Where is your husband?
1: Inside the club. I haven't implanted him yet.
6: You must try harder, little bird. You have something for me?
1: Plans from Sebastian's papers.
6: These are for some sort of prosthetic limb. They're useless to me. Where are the plans for the artillery?
1: I don't know. I'm not an engineer. I don't know what the plans look like.
6: I see. Go to my contact inside the club. Give him access to your husband's papers. He'll be able to find the correct ones.
1: Who is your contact inside the club?
6: Mr. Book didn't tell you. He should have done. No, sir. That would be me, Mrs. Blackburn.
4: Lizzie, run! Yet, Mrs. Blackburn. Do not make a move. I have a gun at the back of your husband's head. If you do not cooperate, I simply pull the trigger. Georg, explanation. This is a trap, James. They discovered your implant and removed them from Thomas and from Mrs. Blackburn. This is
6: but a ruse to entrap you and to find out about the consortium.
1: What consortium?
6: My colleagues, madam.
1: Criminals! Killers!
6: Entrepreneurs! The designs of Mr. Knox's colleagues have been very profitable for us, as your husband's work will be, eventually.
1: We should have guessed you were involved, Mr. Petrovich.
6: And how would you have done that?
4: Even Knox did not guess I have been here for how long? Even when I struck him down in his own garden not five minutes ago, he never suspected.
2: You're the only one who wasn't robbed at some point. You've been insane our investigation from the beginning. Now I know
6: why. You didn't want to be discovered, did you?
1: Why? These people were your friends. Are you being controlled?
6: <laughs> not by one of my little toys. We needed a front man, somebody to take the credit for all our stolen inventions. Petrovich needed the money. And perhaps he wanted a little glory... Even if only reflected glory. Your friend Dearborn died, Petrovich. You let your friend die over money.
2: Dr.
4: Dearborn had discovered the implant on his assistant, Mr. Fordham. He had managed to figure out the
6: consortium's involvement.
1: You killed him.
6: And Fordham, too. Necessary collateral damage. He was to take the blame for Dearborn's murder. Except, with the death ruled an accident, there was no need.
1: You, sir, are a monster.
6: You
4: are only a woman. How on earth could you understand... My own work is going to change the world. It will save thousands of lives. I will be a hero. But without money, I cannot do the necessary research. How am I supposed to make this work? I had to do
6: something. Like killing your friend. Silence! Ah!
1: Sebastian!
6: (sighs) I'm all right. Enough. We don't want to hurt him, Georg. We need him.
1: Need him? What for?
6: I thought I had already explained this little bird. Sebastian Blackburn is well known in engineering circles. The two of you travel all over the country, consulting, speaking, working. Everywhere he goes, he's going to leave my little spiders implanted on all his friends and colleagues. Then they'll send all their work to me, and our consortium will become very, very rich. I won't do it. Oh, but you will. And moreover, you'll do it willingly. No need to implant you, not now I have your wife.
1: You can't keep me.
6: (laughs) Of course I can. Now sit down on the step here, little bird. I have another little present for you, since your husband removed the last one.
1: Sebastian?
6: Don't. Don't you dare. Keep a hand on him, Georg. I have him, James. He will not move.
4: You be careful of her. She can be... (laughs)
5: Sebastian!
6: Don't move, little bird. Let the boys work it out between them.
1: Sebastian!
6: (sighs) I'm all right, Lizzie. I'm all right. pity. Petrovich was useful. Oh, did you kill him? Hmm? Never mind, it changes nothing. I still have your wife, and you will still cooperate if you want her to remain unharmed. Lizzie, what do you want me to do?
1: Kill him.
2: Sir, I always listen to my wife. Take your hand off her,
6: now, or I shoot. Then <laughs> take a chance of hitting her, you wouldn't dare.
1: Maybe he won't, but I will. <clears throat> uh. Lizzie, Down! He's getting away! Let
2: him. Are you hurt? Here, let me help you out.
1: Thank you. No, I'm not hurt. Just my pride. And my sense of justice. If he gets away, he's won.
2: Only for the moment. You're safe. The rest
0: isn't important. Oh. Oh. Blackburn?
1: Mr. Knox! You're bleeding!
0: the hell happened to
2: Petrovich? He was deceiving us. Spying on your club helping to control our
0: visitors' victims. George. Damn. Did we catch the mystery man?
1: No. He escaped.
0: Is there any way for us to catch up to
2: him? No. Not that I can figure. We'll have to wait until he reappears.
1: Or watch for your stolen plants to appear. ever proffering them off as their own work will be a puppet of this consortium.
0: I don't like it. Doesn't seem like nearly enough for all the trouble
2: that fella caused. It'll have to be enough for the time being. In the meantime, let's get you inside let Dr. Barton have a look at your head.
1: Sebastian, can we leave Washington soon?
2: Very soon, my dear. Very soon.
3: Tonight's episode of Arachnophobia was written and directed by A.J. Clarkson. Sebastian Blackburn was played by James Leeper. Elizabeth Blackburn was played by Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard. Dr. Barton was played by Carol Stokes. Henry Young was played by Aaron Scalfo. Petrovich was played by Keith Donovan Thomas Book was played by Glenn Hibbert Elias Knox was played by Pete Millan Mr. Honaker was played by Thomas Rippert The Stranger was played by David Ault Arachnophobia was produced by Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard Music was provided by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com Sound effects were provided by Freesound.org the Blackburn Gaslight Adventures and Arachnophobia are protected by a Creative Commons License 2012. Our executive producer is gypsyaudio.org. I'm AJ Clarkson. Thank you for listening.